You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Thank you for tapping into some untapped keg. I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How are you doing, big fella? I'm I'm doing well, man. Doing well. And of course, uh, you know, I was followed up with the relatively speaking, 2020 has been It's 2020. Uh, quite say. the year for right, right? Quite the, quite the year for everybody. But but um, but all is well, man. How about yourself? Um, you know, I I'm doing pretty good. I uh, got a little bit of sleep the other <laughs> night. Uh, you know, you guys took the kids for a sleepover. That was that was some much needed just vegging time. I didn't have to worry right. about and doing anything except uh, being, you know, just whatever it was that I wanted to do, kind of. So it was, uh, yeah, I I've had a pretty good week. I don't know how was your week. Short. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, man, I'm glad you just really brought that up right there. Cause you know, obviously had Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was, was swell. Um, very, um, small Thanksgiving, obviously given with, you know, living through COVID right now. Um, but, uh, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that a short week in a sense, because dude, does it feel like the time is speeding up? And I'm not trying to get all conspiracy theory right now and all that stuff, but but it was November first, like like yesterday. Well, to me, because <laughs> I was gone and working so much for most of November, I do feel like November just like snap of the fingers and it was gone. But that's how August was to me too, because I was working in Iowa at the time. True. So like you know working. 16 hour days that makes time go pretty fast but that's true that's true that i mean did you would, work more would. this month uh or like no, sink your actually, time into something that uh i don't you enjoyed doing i think there's just been some really good there's been some really good shows man i've been watching um yeah you know work obviously been working throughout the day and stuff and getting some new projects um that i'm excited about the upcoming year um in the new year, but, but some new shows, I guess I've been kind of binging and, uh, I guess has a lot for me to kind of lose track of time. You know, the Queens gambit. Um, I've actually now started watching Rick and Morty cause I just heard so much good stuff about that, that, that cartoon with like time travel and all that jazz stuff that I'm interested in. So I don't know, I guess, you know, I've been trying to put my finger on it, why I'm losing track of time in a sense. I was, you know, speeding up, but, but I don't know, you know, don't want to get all wacky on your, you know, not this early in the cast, at least. <laughs> Maybe a little bit later we can get wackier. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, sounds like, sounds like you, uh, you know, had a pretty short week, obviously, too, with work. And, yeah, I only uh, worked two days this week, which was uh, kind of awesome. And then we had snow on Tuesday, so that was... Yeah, Monday flew by because I had so much work to do, and it was uh, myself and one other guy, and mm-hmm. uh, we actually almost didn't get it all done. 
And then Tuesday kind of went a little slow because it was a weather day, which is what it is. And then, um, yeah, I mean, just kind of shopping deals, seeing if there's any or. Uh, oh, so true. I spent too much money this year, but that's okay. That means I won't <laughs> spend any next year. The previous like four Black Fridays, I didn't spend anything, but. I hear you. I actually. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, by the way, and happy Native American uh, Heritage Day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's with what you just stated with uh, the 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 last kind of Black Fridays. I'm 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 similar. Didn't really spend much. Didn't really care too much about it the last four or five, maybe even six years. But now, since I'm coming up on thirty, it's now you know I'm kind of morphing into that. You know, dad bod and dad mentality, and and you know, searching for deals now and stuff on on. Online, I spent a. Pff, I was shopping last night at like ten p.m. and I was like, I need to, I need to, I need to get off. You know, searching for clothes and stuff, but um, but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's things are well, things are going well, things are going well. There's there's some exciting stuff I'm looking forward to talking talking about here in this cast. It's definitely talk, it's interesting to get into, and I, I kind of just want to get into it right now. If you're cool with that, yeah, that's fine. I want to talk about, man, uh, you know, because it's hot right now. It's hot right now. And I want to talk about the NFL, man, the NFL and COVID. What's going to happen? Uh, Because it's looking like, I mean, is it fair to say, well, how many teams have about 10 players or 10 members who have tested positive? I mean, it it's, feels it's, like there's like three or four teams right now that have that, right? At least, and it's well. And it just, the thing is, like with the what the what's going on with the Broncos is, um, mm. if it's a close contact or like they deem it, um, what is it? Uh, like a highly, I can't remember their wording, but if like basically you were maskless and you're close to this person who tested positive you have to go on the list and you have to stay on the list for like five days mm-hmm. and then have negative tests the entire time. So that's what happened with the Broncos quarterbacks is all the quarterbacks were close. No mass on any of them. One of the quarterbacks tests positive. Now none of them can play today. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm trying to understand is, well, not really, I guess not understand is, you know, I'm, I'm a Broncos fan and, and, you know, yeah, they do play later today, and, and who is going to play quarterback for the Broncos? What are they going to do? Yeah, I, I did read I heard something. Von Miller's coming off the IR to play quarterback. <laughs> he did say he's been waiting his entire life my, for this. Moment. My ankle is fine enough to play quarterback. Can't play any more any other position, but I can play quarterback on this ankle. <laughs> right, and it's uh, it's it is an interesting situation. You know, it's obviously one that. Every fan of the NFL is not familiar with, and obviously a situation that an NFL football club is not familiar with. Who's going to play quarterback? Every single quarterback on the roster is out with um, possibly having COVID or or having COVID. So I I did read something that they were planning on getting a practice squad player who plays receiver to play quarterback. I mean, they tried to have a coach play quarterback. Like how – I can't even believe they asked. I can't can't believe that they didn't allow it, though, because if you think about it, like he's on staff, he's been there. 
he's probably young enough that it don't matter. They could just sign him to let him play. He's been in the building. You just sign him to a player contract. Why can't you do that? That's true, actually. You, I, I, he's been in the COVID protocols. Like, uh, I don't know why you can't. I don't know why they're saying no, but I, you know, it is what it is, I guess. But you'd probably just be like, well, you have to sign him to a contract, and he has, you know, he counts against your players or whatever. Um, right. If they'd have to sign him, but it might have something to do because he's a coach and not on the practice squad or something. There's some probably, you know, there obviously there's some red tape, red tape around that. And I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, figure out how many carries are those running backs going to get today? Melvin and, uh, and, uh, is infinite too high a number? (laughs) I don't think it's high enough. I mean, it's just think you could have Royce Freeman, Melvin Gordon, and Philip Lindsay on the field at the same time. Who's getting the ball? I can tell you who's not. (laughs) Jerry Judy. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Noah Fant. None of them are getting the ball. That's what I'm saying. There's going to be some, they got to get fancy with it. They got to get creative, finesse it a bit, get some wildcat. Not some. There's probably going to be a see, lot of see wildcat. See if your puncher can throw a little bit. Man. This happened. Saints. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> it's not like they're, you know, playing the Panthers. <laughs> this happens when they play the Saints. It's like, I, I don't even know if we're, I bet you, I bet you the Broncos only get two first downs. Really? So that means that in the our daily fantasy league, you're playing the Saints defense. <laughs> It'd be dumb not to. <laughs> you know, talk talking about the COVID because you got the Ravens, you got the Steelers, you got the Broncos. Hmm. Almost every single team in the league probably has someone on COVID. Somebody on right. Twitter uh, posted at Eric Trillman underscore. The way the NFL is handling this COVID. Makes me think they didn't even cancel the rest of that game that Bane bombed in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> that got me. That was hilarious. When you sent me that, I was in tears because that's just because it's true. That's There's the nobody to play, but you know what? We're not forfeiting this game. Those fans paid to see football. That's unfortunately that is the. Ugly and brutally honest truth, um, as we all know, of the NFL. It's well, it's uh, it's not just the NFL. Like, look at college football. That's true. Ohio that's true. State had a rash of COVID positives, and they were still going to play against Illinois until, like, basically the night before, their AD finally said, "No, we're not going to play this game." Like, how were you before. even going to? And then you look at Clemson. And I've been tough on Clemson's head coach. I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want people to know his name. But because mm. I th- I think he's one of the nastiest people in college, all of college sports. He I think is he might be one of the hypocrite. nastiest. He's I'm sorry. A, Go he's ahead. a jerk. He uh, only cares about himself, even though he'll talk about the school, trying to make the players like he says he cares about the players, but. You see what he talks and how he acts. He does not care about anybody but himself and how he looks. Mm. And when the Clemson football team traveled with a kid who tested positive the night that they traveled, 
And he said that Florida State wanted to cancel it because they didn't want to play us. They wanted to duck us. Like, it had nothing to do with COVID. Like, dude, get who, who over yourself. Who says that? Who said who – said, here's the thing that, that annoys me with him. And the one thing I was going to say is because I completely agree with you. I think he's one of the nastiest people right now uh, in sports uh, that's in front of a camera. And, um, and my thing is when you're at that level of, I don't even want to say fame, but, but you know, you're at that, like a Bill Belichick level. Now I'm not saying he's as great as Bill Belichick, but I'm just giving you, he's he's starting to approach Nick Saban. Exactly. Thank you. A Nick Saban level. You don't have to talk trash for what, what do you, you don't see Nick Saban talking trash. You don't see Bill Belichick talking trash. You don't coaches at that level, coaches with great team, great program. And obviously a program that, you know, they built. It's like, you don't have to get in front of the camera and and talk trash for likes and retweets and, and (laughs) headlines. It's that's why that that's just, what does that show the players? It's like, you, you don't, don't get into that stuff as the coach. You're telling your players to block out the noise, but you're sitting there talking trash uh, to the other football team and stuff like that uh, in front of a camera. That's just that's just bad publicity. That's just that's just not the, the stuff that you want. So yeah, I I I, I second you on that. Um, was definitely echoing you here. He's annoying. I'm just gonna say that he's annoying, and hopefully something somebody talks to him. Or something because that's just not that's just not the way to go. Yeah, not at and all. he just keeps digging his hole deeper and deeper. The more mm-hmm. more he talks to, so you know. And then speaking, we I said like college football as a whole. Like you had um, five top twenty five team games yesterday that were canceled due to COVID. Like there's a problem. There there's a huge problem right now with uh, you know. All sports, I would say, that are not taking this disease seriously, I mean, uh, that aren't creating a bubble <laughs> to keep their players safe, like they they haven't been able to prove on field transmission yet. But mm-hmm. you're taking risks with you know people's well being, you know, possible lives for sure. Um, you right. Know, you see that that running back for the Jaguars is still. You know, he's still not healthy from COVID that he got at the beginning of the season. It's been four months and he's still uh, not feeling good. Like you hear Andy Dalton talk about it. Like these are people in amazing shape who have access to the best health care. And they aren't feel they're, you know, they're just getting knocked down, dragged out. So it's not even like. Yeah, it's bad if the kids get it because you don't know the long-term effects. It's bad if players get it. But then if they spread it is the thing to the staff who then spreads it to people outside. Like they're just basically helping to continue the spread, which the United States is seeing at unprecedented levels. And in two weeks, I'm scared to see what we got in two weeks because it's not going to be good. I mean, that's... Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and and you know, I actually never really thought about that. Now you got me really thinking that these teams that are, you know, let's just take the, you know, well, yeah, football, football, and on, on both levels, NCAA and uh, NFL, 
not only are the players getting, um, you know, the virus, unfortunately, and then obviously, yeah, the coaches, the front office staff, it's like, yeah, where are they going? Obviously, they're going back to their homes afterwards and their significant others, their kids possibly. Um, yeah, just the spread um, continues to happen. Um, so I don't, it's, it's, uh, I'm nervous, man. And I'll be honest with you. I'm nervous because I had a very serious conversation with a good friend of mine, uh, two days ago and his exact text. Now I'm not going to say he, you know, he, he, he's right. He's, you know, says all and all that stuff, but his text kind of hit home for me because it said, it said, man, I really think this COVID stuff is about to get really bad. And for some reason, I th- that text hit home because I, I I hope I'm wrong. But if we don't figure out how to work together, as we spoke about six months ago, five months ago, four months ago, three months ago, it's it it, it might get bad. I mean, it, it already bad. is bad. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. That's the yeah. Problem. Right. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah. It, it might get worse. That might, yeah. No, I know what you meant, but that's <laughs> the thing is like. <laughs> Come, I don't know. Season and we and, had two, you know, two hundred sixty thousand people have died about that the, of this just in the United States, and we're acting like it's the flu. Uh, what kills me is when people two hundred fifty thousand deaths. Whether you believe all those are COVID or not, that's. Still something like, you know, I'm going to listen to the scientists and stuff, but then people say, oh, well, that's not a lot of people. I've had some people say this. I've heard some people say this. That's not a lot of people, um, you know, considering, you know, 350, 360 million people in America. I'm like, that's still a, over a quarter of a million people. So we're going to, so what, if we get up to a million deaths, are you going to say the same thing? Well, that's just a million people out of 350 million. That's a lot of deaths. So I just pray, man, and I'm just hoping. Um, that's so you know, that's somebody's mother, father, <laughs> grandfather, you know, grandmother, like brother, sister, you know, son, daughter, like. That's what I don't understand that people aren't grasping. Like people are, you know, people are in the hospital for a long time. Not to mention those bills. Like, dude, we have the worst health care as a nation of any developed nation in the world. Mm. I mean, we're on par with uh, like Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka probably has better health care than we do. And that's... I mean, I'm not I'm not even trying to make light of it. Like, that's the truth. If you look at it, like, you know, the United States is top three in hospitals and doctors. But, like, we're down in, like, the 90s to 100s in yeah. healthcare because the health insurance industry is just – and this is, this is not just the health insurance industry. This is all industries right now is just straight – me, 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 cash, cash, cash. Mm. Nobody wants to take care of each other. And that's kind of why this COVID hasn't been taken serious because it's all about me, 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 cash, cash, cash. And then you have people that won't go out and 
do stuff and it's hurting small businesses. Like how have we not, how has the government not come up with a plan to save these small businesses? Like, you know, we bailed the airlines out and what are the airlines doing? They're helping to spread the virus because they're packing planes again. They're Mm. doing whatever they can to make their money, even though they were supposed to be given money that they didn't have to, a lay anybody off and B uh spread the virus. Like they've gone right back to doing what they do, which is they're laying people off and they're helping to spread the virus the way that they're uh packing planes and not requiring masks. And I mean, I'm not even gonna get started on the you know, conspiracy theorists that this is just the same as the flu or something, but Yeah, man, I think I know, and that's the and that's the thing. I don't want this pat this cast to be about the virus again. But it's I hear you, and I agree with you there. It's 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 just frustrating because you know the government just has to figure out a way to pay people to stay home, look at these small businesses, take their tax or their you know their taxes, their tax returns, whatever, and check out what they made last year, and then just break that up in payments and pay that to them each month. Um, you know what they made the previous year. Um, for them to stay close, like you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, you know, obviously they should. What they done, should but. do is freeze rent and mortgage payments because mm-hmm. if you freeze rent payments and mortgage payments, then people don't have to worry about paying exactly. that huge chunk, which is the biggest chunk of their expenses, and they yep. can just focus on living. Like you know, you could start there and then work on other things. But uh, come on, man, you know that makes too much sense, dude. The, <laughs> and it. Yeah, it's just one branch <laughs> that holds everything up too that just refuses to do anything. It's it's unreal and then they blame, you know, the other side constantly. It's just like dude, people are hurting. Like Yeah. It hasn't, you know, great the stock market's doing awesome, but uh, you know, there hasn't been this many unemployed people since the Great Depression. There hasn't been this big of food lines that right for food pantries in you know, even you know, it goes back past the Great Recession. We didn't have this. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk the cast to be all about COVID, but at the same time, that is like the biggest part of life. It's the True. biggest stressor right now. True. It's the biggest hurdle to honestly staying sober, to staying on, you know, this journey, to be mm-hmm. in recovery. Like, I don't even know the amount of trauma that people are going to feel coming out of this, like, you know, there's going to be a lot of distrust between people, right? Especially if you tried your hardest not to catch it. Um, Let's say you work in a grocery store, you got somebody at home who can't get sick, but you have to, you have to keep working because you got to be able to pay your bills because nobody is helping you period. Right. Um, And then you get sick because, somebody comes in without a mask or somebody goes to the bars at night. Um, and you know that you're not going to trust people from that point forward. Like, you know, there, there's going to be some mental health issues that develop from this, that we're not taking seriously right now. I think I, yeah, I think once, yeah, once we come out of this bubble or come out of this, we're, yeah, exactly. There's going to be, High anxiety. Yep. People are going to be, did you get the vaccine? Did you not? And 
yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging times, but it's but we'll 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 get there. We'll get there. I'm optimistic. Glasses always half full. We'll 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 get there. We'll figure it out. I mean, we the, will figure it out. The thing with that vaccine though is we don't know the side effects yet. Exactly. That's the scary part. So there's like the three part. three viable options, but none of them have come out with what the side effects are. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. I I, I kind of want to change pace here, um, and talk about something that um, something that happened last night. Um, you know, to those who may not have watched it or saw it, uh, pretty sure you're probably seeing it right now all over social media. I mean, it's pretty much impossible to to not see at this moment but the fights the fights last night um you know i don't really necessarily think it's a spoiler or since do you think rj is it a spoiler no it's not really a spoiler exactly no you, okay. everybody knows the outcome of them <laughs> exactly so i'll get into it fights was pretty cool last night uh a lot of the People I didn't know was interesting, but obviously I wanted to see this Jake Paul, Nate Robinson fight, and, and of course, obviously Tyson and Jones Jr. fight. And uh, that Nate Robinson, Jake Paul fight, Nate. Was that the, Come was that on. the highlight? Man, actually, yeah, surprisingly, because the Tyson... Jones fight, good fight. They went the distance. Uh, they both landed some pretty good hits. I think Mike Mike, Mike landed a lot more, um, a lot more hits. You know, we're, we're talking about a fifty four year old man, and I believe Jones is fifty one. So it was it was entertaining, but uh, ended up in a draw. So you know, a lot of respect to the both of those fighters because what they've done in the past. Um, but yeah, then Nate Robinson, Jake Paul one. I tell you what, Jake Paul. Looks like he really, really is about that life. He looks like he really was training and is getting very serious or is very serious about pursuing his professional boxing career. I will give him that. Nate Robinson, I don't understand why he even stepped in stepped in the ring with him. I don't understand. It was bad. It was bad. He was sprinting towards him at times, trying to land punches. He was trying to throw haymakers every single time, got caught off balance, got hit in the right jaw, left his left jaw, excuse me, and was out for the count, gone, out, knocked out completely. Uh, I just don't think he – I hope someday he's able to live that moment down, but my goodness, I feel for the man. I feel for his ego, Um, and I hope he stays off social media. Social media is not being kind right now. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, there's some pretty funny ones out there, but uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the fight. I just don't like. Uh, I don't like who Jake Paul kind of presents uh, as a person. Um, and uh, I was really hoping he'd get his bell rung, but it turned True. out it was going to be Nate. So, yeah, that was <laughs> it. Was disappointing to me. I didn't watch it, but. I just saw I got you. obviously what uh <laughs> the uh the ending <laughs> it was it, it was, was like, wild. Okay. 
It was wild. And, and then when you really step back and look at the entire event, you know, it's, it's just 2020 for you, man. It's just, you just don't know what to expect. Now you got Snoop Dogg commentating. I heard he was really good. He actually was. He actually was, but you got him commentating. You got, you know, YG, you got um, Neo and all the, I mean, it was just a, and then Mike Tyson fighting at 54. It's like, okay, this Nate Robinson getting knocked out by Jake Paul, YouTube star. So it's, it's, it was, it was entertaining. It was off the wall kind of stuff, but I guess just something different um, was, 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 was pretty cool. was pretty cool. So, you know, if you haven't watched it, you're not really missing. I wouldn't say a lot, a lot, but check out that Nate Robinson fight. It was, you know, I, I, I hope he heals up. I really do. I really do hope he heals up. Yeah. 50 bucks yeah. Too. I mean, you made 50 bucks. I said, I said, no, I said it, it was, it was only 50 bucks. Uh, yeah. I hope that everybody recovers, you know, like, yeah. That's yeah. the thing with fighting. Like, I hope everybody recovers. So absolutely. Absolutely. So that was my night last night, but, but that's yeah. I mean, there's that. not not a ton going around. On, I guess there is a lot going on right now. But you know what? It, what is there that's good content to kind of talk about that kind of gets through the noise? You know, like mm. uh, there's so much noise around right now that and yeah, like be you know being a dad, it's with two young kids. Uh, it takes a lot to get through the filter, but uh, that fight did. So uh, yeah, it was kinda, just something kind of interesting to to see. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Tyson looked good, and I'm glad that uh, <laughs> he fought respectably. He did. That's true, and that's a really good point too. Yeah, because uh, we all know, yeah, how Tyson can get. But yeah, he he kept it together, and I uh, had a pretty solid, um, pretty solid match. Pretty solid match. So yeah, that that's you know. That was my week, you know, is is Thanksgiving, boxing, um, a little bit of college football. Um, I watched some NFL today too, but just it, I, I just don't know where football's gonna go, man. I, I don't know. know. I saw so Brandon McCarthy on Twitter. If nobody follows him. He's a ex Major League Baseball pitcher. Um, he has a career ERA of four twenty. And he has 69 wins, so he's looked at as the most nice pitcher in the history of baseball. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's a really good follow on Twitter. He's really funny. He tweeted yesterday, this college football season feels like uh, college football is cosplaying as college football. And I was like, <laughs> God, no tweet has really spoke to how I feel about sports <laughs> this year, period, more than that one. <laughs> and I mean, the NFL has put forward a pretty, pretty good product so far. Besides what this week is obviously going to be, um, NBA put forward a really good product. I was not happy with the product that Major League Baseball put out there, and I'm talking about it as product, but really the show, the games, um, how they were played. So, like that's just how sports have felt this entire year to me, and it's. You know, college basketball started up. I'm not that excited about it. Like, it just feels like there's so much more going on in the world right now that 
you know, is more important. So, uh, you know, one of the, one of the biggest things still going on in the world, obviously, is social justice. And I just hope the momentum keeps going forward and we can actually get some meaningful change. Um, I think a lot more people are willing to listen than were in years past, which is awesome. So I just hope that that can continue to go forward. But obviously there's growing pains. There always always is, always going to be outliers, always going to be people trying to uh, stir the pot. But um, I think I think people are more willing to have a conversation. It's just a matter of are you going to act when the conversation's over or not? Mm. So, That's true. yeah, That's true. I mean, I've just been, you know, hearing some more things on the subject. So, um, and then obviously what the U.S. Women's National Team did over the weekend as well, um, they had on their training uniforms, they had Black Lives Matter and three quarters of the team knelt during the national anthem. So, uh, They've been very, I think the women's side has been, in all sports, have been more leaders in the social justice arena, um, which is awesome to see. But, yeah, it was just, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And, man, some of these some of these games do, do are not enough to take your mind off of it. That's why we got to really just continuously – Focus on trying to, you know, get more hobbies, you know, uh, you know, because because you're right. You're, you're right. Uh, there's not a lot of distractions um, this year from what's going on because it's, you know, it's just right there in your face all the time when you turn the television on. It's right there in your face. It's right there in your face on social media and obviously your family. Just the way life is different nowadays. So it's hard to get distracted in a, in a good way from um, the uncertainty of where we're going as, as, as a civilization in a sense. So it's, I feel like you got to kind of develop, excuse me, develop some more hobbies and stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to learn some Spanish, um, bought a, or not bought, excuse me, I was gifted a guitar from a family friend. Um, I got a, a beat machine coming here soon to just play around with that. Maybe make some instrumentals, some beats, or whatever. I don't know. You know, you, you know what I mean. Just, just kind of, just, just trying to do so much. Um, you know, to obviously get my mind off of the unknown. You know, of, of what's going to happen next. Um, so I feel like a lot of people need to really focus in on that as well. Um, because uh, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, it's not just going to disappear tomorrow. It's not. <sighs> You're so true, so right. And uh, yeah, yeah, and I don't want that to be just so depressing. So I mean, I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want to leave it off at that. I, I what I really want to do, man, is you've had the opportunity to really play around with the PS5. Correct. That is something that we have not talked about at mm-hmm. all on yeah. this spot. Is I did get my PS5. I checked every day. Uh, to make sure my order never got canceled and it didn't, lo and behold. Um, yeah, that's just how has it been? How, what, what, what is it, it is, like? What is it? It's definitely a step up. Like right now, the launch titles are a lot of fun. So you have Spider Man, uh, Miles Morales, which is kind of, it's a shorter 
game. So it's, I want to say it was like eight hours. Uh, and that was with me doing all the side missions, all the collectibles, like everything, um, on the side and then getting distracted a little bit too. Uh, so it's probably actually only about six to get through the story. If you mainlined it, it'd probably be shorter than that. Um, and that, that was, it was really good. It's more Spider-Man, but different powers. Like you can really see the fidelity in the game. It just feels smoother. Um, and then I got demon souls, which is really the graphical powerhouse. Like that game is, that game is gorgeous. Like looking at the vistas, I tweeted a picture out, but it's like, man, that the picture doesn't do it justice. How <laughs> amazing this game looks like, uh, yeah. And it's just, it is fun to play. Like the, the, the gameplay still really good, even though it's, I think it's a game from 12 years ago. I think it was, Oh, eight was when the game came out. Um, the gameplay just holds up on it. So, uh, I still think that the combat of Bloodborne is more fun and more rewarding, but yeah, this just, I mean, if you know, you, you get killed in the game, like, uh, you know why, like, it's not like, you know, it's just like randomly all of a sudden you are overwhelmed. Like, that's just not how it is. So it's just like finding patterns and, uh, using those patterns to your advantage. So that's, it's a lot of fun, but the thing with the PS five that you see the difference between the PS four is the, um, it's the speed and how smooth everything is. Like the frame rates could get choppy on PS four, especially in some of the, uh, the better games, the games with higher quality graphics. Like it just doesn't happen with the PS five. And, the really cool thing about the PS5 is every single game that I own, it, I can play on the PS5. Every single game that I owned on the PS4. So I will not run out of things to play. It's just a matter of what do I want to play. That's um, always good to have. Yeah. So like the first thing you can do, and you can do it all online, is if they're connected and both on on the same network, you can just basically transfer them between machines. They like, It's basically a shared network. Um. I did most of mine over the internet where I just downloaded it straight from the cloud. And I I think I got everything downloaded in like 30 minutes. That includes saves. I think I downloaded 10 games right away. Um, when you get PlayStation Plus with the PS5, you get like 20 of the best games on PS4, which is ridiculously good value. Like, so you... You know, you're paying ten bucks, I think, a month. I don't it may not even be that much. And you get all these games that you can play for as long as you have PlayStation Plus. It's just it's a phenomenal value. So um it's a big machine, that's for sure. It's very quiet, but it is money well spent. So my question so my question is, for someone like myself who's still currently searching, 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 searching for the PS5, do I wait? Do I wait? I mean, I do, 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 I, do I just say, okay, I'm just going to wait maybe three, four, five months down the road? or, or do Well, I... you may not have a choice. 
<laughs> and I'll, I'll, well, no, here's what I'll or do I, you know, go and drop a thousand dollars on one because people are no, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so do, I think how much, how much not, was that one going on eBay? You said yeah. Do not feed the scalpers. Like <laughs> the money's already coming down. I think that they said on eBay it was down to seven hundred dollars. Um, and even a lot of retailers like GameStop, they're creating bundles so that they can sell like other stuff. Like usually they're throwing in the new NBA game, 2K game, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't like. Um, I, it is, I think it's a good value at 499. It is not a good value at even like, honestly, if you just get the system with the one controller, it is not a good value at $700. Like just don't feed the scalpers, you know, don't. And right. yeah, I, if I didn't have one, I would be chomping at the bit trying to get it. But also I have a huge backlog of games on the PS4. Like I would be able to get by, you know, I got a good buddy who works for Walmart and he still can't get one. He still hasn't gotten a PS5. So you know, I know how lucky I was and how lucky I am, and I know how much I would be wanting to get a PS5 um, if you know if I could if I didn't have one already. But it's just not not worth it at those prices. Okay, okay. Let's just well, it's, yeah, it's good to know for someone like myself who's you know still fishing. So I guess yeah, no matter what, I'm gonna, I'm going to be forced to wait, which is fine. Which most definitely is 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 fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, some of those bundles, they are pretty decent deals. Like GameStop had one. I want to say it was like an, you know, an eight hundred and fifty dollar value. They were selling it for eight hundred bucks, or you know, there were cert- certain ones like that. Like, yeah, it's eight hundred bucks, but you do get other stuff with it. You don't just get, you know, just the system and the controller. So you get two. Like they were selling. Um, spider-man and demon souls and then like another controller and the webcam or something like that like yeah you do without the webcam but the other stuff you would actually use so and most of them are included uh ps plus subscriptions so i got you okay yeah i mean it's it's you know it's just like you said just trying to find just maybe get that ps5 you know uh, if I can, if I get lucky enough, we obviously have another distraction. But uh, oh yeah, and that's the thing too is like I've been logging on to try to get you one, and be, by the time I'm refreshing, it's in stock. It's already out of stock. Yep, I go to add that, it to my fast. cart, and it's not there. Ugh, I'm gonna have to get creative. Get creative here. Um, try to figure figure out how to get it, but you know I'll end up getting it. It's just. I just wanted to know that information because, you know, I do see some going for 900,000 and it's like, man, you know, is it worth it to get it for that much from people? You know, I'll be able to have it now or do I wait possibly six months, five, four, four months or whatever, because that's probably the time frame I'm looking at. Yeah, this is one of those times where I think COVID put a dent in what they could manufacture. So I think there were a lot out there. But I think they would have had a lot more available had COVID not been a factor, you know? Indeed, indeed. And so that's why, yeah. All right, that's good. But you look at, like, the Switch, too. Like, 
the switch was very hard to find for like the first six months too. And then it was like, you could find it for like a year and then it was hard to find again for a little while. And then you could find it again. So, you know, that could be something that we see with the PS5 as well. I mean, one thing that I'm excited for is cyberpunk, which comes out on December 10th. Like, so they're not releasing an official like next gen version for the Xbox series X or the PS five right away at launch. But, um, they are, you know, it's like I said, it's backwards compatible. So I could play on my PS five, the PS four version. So do I get the PS four version? And then it's a free upgrade to get to your PS five version. And then they have, uh, you know, I can import my save from the PS4. It's like, do I do that right away? Do I wait for the PS5 version? You know, it's one of those things. I, I'm kind of like, you know, obviously it's a good problem to have. Um, but that's one thing that, like, I'm super excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's PS5. So I'm not, okay. Well, then I think that's, uh, I think it was all in all what it's sounding like is that it's worth it, correct? Yep. Yes. I mean, there, you have your crashes every once in a while. Uh, I had a super hard crash playing Demon Souls one night. Like, it completely shut down the system. And I had to unplug it and plug it back in to get it t- turned back on. But that's what always happens, right, with new hardware. I mean, you know, I remember the PS4 crashing when it first came out. I remember, like, obviously everybody remembers Red Ring of Death. Like, I honestly think that <laughs> that happened to half, like 50% of the first consoles sold that happened to. Um, and I think Microsoft just hasn't released the numbers because they're embarrassed about it. But mm-hmm. it was a very significant number because it happened twice to, to my friends. I think one of my buddies happened three times. Like, you know, it happened to me. That's why I ended up getting a PS3. And that's when I realized that Sony's exclusives were incredible. But... Yeah, obviously the 360s ecosystem was just so much fun. Um, right, exactly. That was exactly. the thing. So, and now I think that they're more parody. So, and especially everything is cross-play now. So, like the PS5 can play backwards with the PS4. So, if we wanted to play Rocket League, like we could still party up and play. Uh, we could still be in party chat. Me on PS5, you on PS4. Like mm-hmm. everything is kind of compatible with that. So you don't. There's no reason to have to like upgrade right now other than to play like Demon Souls or, you know, the Astrobot game or there's a little big planet game, but mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean if you I would say that all the reasons are there for, to wait for it, but if you have the opportunity, I would upgrade. Okay. Me personally. Okay. All right. Yeah, cuz I've been thinking about it and uh, just trying to figure out how to go about it, but okay, that's good to know. That is good stuff to know. Hey, I want to kind of take a step back here real quick because I think I, I I wanted to mention this and I forgot, but now I do want to talk about it because that's it's it's college football. Love college football. We gonna talk about the Badgers? <laughs> no, actually, um, not yet. At least I wanted okay. to talk about uh, historic performance by. A, a guy yesterday, a young fella, Jarrett Patterson. From Buffalo? Jarrett Patterson from Buffalo. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, this young man, fullback, correct, RJ? 
No, he's a halfback. Is, is he? Is he running back? Oh yeah, he's running back. Uh, Jerry Patterson for Buffalo, guys, running back. Uh, this guy had eight rushing touchdowns yesterday, four hundred and nine rushing yards, seventy points scored. The team just hit. No, just the team himself, right? Uh, that's a good, that's actually a really good question because the eight rushing touchdowns ties for the most in, you know, division one history, 409 uh, yards rushing is second most of all time. Obviously Melvin at 408, then that running back, uh, was it running back for Oklahoma, I believe. Um, yeah. Running back for Oklahoma. Yes. Some, some, Samaji Perrine. Samaji Perrine. Yep. 427 yards. (laughs) So. That was one heck of a performance. I'll tell you that they played Buffalo, played Kent State. This young man had himself quite the day. I cannot imagine scoring eight touchdowns in one game, eight rushing. Do you do you think that like you know after the sixth touchdown you'd have been like, all right, take me out, coach, or do you think you've been like, no, I could get one more, feed me? I actually don't know how I would feel because you know they ended up, you know, Bob. Kent State ended up scoring 41 points on them. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's still kind of a blowout in a sense, 70 to 41. So, I don't know. Obviously, I, d- I didn't have the opportunity to watch the game, but I want to know if it if it was was it close or something. You know, why was he still in? Uh, yeah, like, uh, like that. <laughs> what Oklahoma did with P. Ryan mm. to break the record a week after yeah. Melvin set it. Yeah. It's like, he, he, why, why is he still in the game? Um, so – I don't know. I kind of just wanted to, you know, mention that because obviously that's one heck of a performance, um, you know, from any player if they're capable of doing that 400 yards in a game, um, and eight touchdowns. It's like, wait, was it? We talking Division One here? We are, we are. So that's just that's just that's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff we're seeing right there. Um, and as for the Badgers, uh, they are not oh, eligible. Oh man, that hurts. That hurts, you know, and that's the question that the million dollar question that I had for you, RJ, uh, is let's say you're Paul Christ. Your team's no longer bowl eligible. You know that Mertz is the future. Do you play Mertz? I mean, yeah. I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm not. You have sis- to like. So first off, I want to say Paul Christ should be embarrassed. Paul Christ should be, take full responsibility for this season. I haven't seen him do that yet. Um, like, you know, you could tell in that first game that he didn't take it serious. Uh, pretty much coached the entire game with his mask down and mm-hmm. did not care how his mask was sitting. Um, he's taken it more seriously since then. I'm sure he got uh, he got in a little bit of trouble from the, you know, not just Alvarez, but from other people within the university, I'm sure. Uh, because he's taken it a lot more serious since then. I think Chris should apologize to Wisconsin University of Wisconsin football fans like himself and say that it's his fault. Like, dude, it's just ridiculous that you allowed that to happen. And yeah, if you had, if you taken it more serious, if you've been more strict, there are a lot of things you could have done. But when kids see that you're not going to take it serious, they aren't going to take it serious. Like. And you're the adult in the room. So, uh, yeah, you you accepted that responsibility when you took the job. And 
Um, I'm still, I'm very disappointed. And you, anybody who wants to blame Minnesota, you know, Wisconsin canceled two games first. Like it's not Minnesota's fault that Wisconsin isn't bowl eligible. It's Wisconsin's fault. Um, so I wanted to start there, but, uh, <laughs> as far as Mertz goes and honestly, every single, uh, starter, you play everybody, you play everybody and you use it as practice. Um, do you play them a full game? Maybe not. Maybe you take them out a little sooner than you would normally if uh, if the games mattered. But you still need to uh, get better as a team. You saw that against Northwestern, that you are not there, that practice is not just going to make you better. You need to see game speed. True. So true. And I, you go out and there guess, and you play. True. And I guess uh, that's that's – I guess you, you, you kind of – I may have asked it incorrectly because I think that's the point that you made about do you keep them in longer than usually, most likely not, or what have you. I guess that's my question is if you're in that position as a head coach, then what do you do? Uh, I mean, obviously you play them, but when is it time to take him out? Or uh, maybe they, he doesn't even doesn't take him out because I don't know. I don't know. You know, this is an awkward, weird situation that obviously us Badger fans aren't familiar with. Uh, we are always bowl eligible, uh, you know, so it's, it's w- w- what are we working for now? And Next that would year, be, like that's what you're or, working for. I, of course, but I, I'm thinking from a player's standpoint, uh, which yeah, obviously the players are thinking that as well, but you know, this year you wanted it to be this year. It's just a different feeling, of course, going to practice now. It's a different feeling, of course, playing in a game, um, when there's nothing in sight for this season as a team collectively, um, obviously there's individual records, but I don't know. You know, it, it's there's just a lot of thoughts that I have about it, and it's just an interesting situation. Um, yet unfortunate as well, and, and I agree. I kind of wish they. I kind of want to know what they were doing at the beginning of the season with, with the with the players. Were they in? There were, I don't know if there was much media about it. Were they? kind of in a bubble or not or were they in their own dorms uh with i'm pretty sure there other was students no, there i think that they had a dorm that was just for athletics but i think if you lived off campus they still let you do that i don't think there was much of a bubble though that's I mean, kind of what that's what I got from reading stories uh, about it. Because then, after all the outbreaks, they started putting them in hotels. Here's my thing: is when does it? When do you, when does one in this person I'm speaking of someone in charge? Uh, that you know, it's kind of vague. But what I'm saying is, when does a person start thinking if this is you know, morally speaking, if this is if that's the right way to go about stuff. And what I'm getting at is placing players in a bubble to play. You know, during a pandemic and those players are not receiving compensation. You know what I'm saying? And so like placing your players in a bubble to play, but allowing other students to be exposed to the virus that's causing the pandemic. Is that kind of what you're getting to at? I uh, know. I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, uh, it's 
you know, creating the bubble for NBA players. You gave them the option to play or not. They played. Cool. They're getting paid. Same for the NFL. They, they well, not a bubble, but they they gave them an opt out clause. You opt out, you get paid whatever, 150K, I think, or something like that. They got paid. Um, or obviously, yeah, you, you play and you, you know, they fulfill the contract or what have you. Um, so for college sports, of course, the players are not getting paid. Do you place them in a bubble, force them into a bubble, and make them play without compensation? You know what I'm saying? Am I making uh, any sense here? Well, I think I don't think there's much of a moral question there because <laughs> you're putting their safety first when you put exactly. them in a bubble. So. Well, well, but they're, they're but they're still capable of catching COVID, of course, right. playing the, the right. uh, other team and stuff. So it's you're putting the players, you're you're you're, you're possible harm's way, exactly for no compensation, and then also making them stay in a bubble, quarantining them in a sense. Is that looking at the moral picture, looking at it from afar? Is that morally okay? I, I think by providing them with compensation makes it different. But let's say, you know, college athletes, I don't think they had the option of opting out, did they? Probably not, no. Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. And, yeah, and, they did. Because there's okay. there were quite a few players who opted out. Um, so if they opt get out. ready for the draft. Okay, okay. That's what my question is. If they opt out, or they, could they do they preserve that year of eligibility? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. As far as, because I remember there was a, a program that tried to pull a kid's scholarship because he opted out. So they went to court and the court said, no, you have to honor that scholarship. And he keeps okay. a year of eligibility. So I'm, I know that that happened at the start of the season. Okay. Um, then that, that's, that's, that's good then because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking and maybe I'm haven't really fully worked on developing this thought completely, but it's, you know, just, is that morally okay if we were to, force players into a bubble, you know, but, but obviously now knowing that they had the opportunity to opt out, but prior to me knowing that forcing them into a bubble and putting their lives at risk in a sense, when, you know, they practice and when they play um, COVID speaking and without any compensation. Um, and then, you know, they got to go back to the bubble. Uh, would that be okay? Um, so, you know, just, just a lot of thoughts that I have uh, about this and now, and when, how I always finish this conversation out is, Kind of just glad I'm not the one in the position to make that have to make that decision because that would be extremely difficult. Well, I mean, you kind of get to the broader question of is it morally okay to make these players put their bodies at risk for no compensation? I mean, <laughs> they get to go to school for free and you get a stipend that doesn't cover it, and honestly, anything for school expenses. But, um, what at what point? You know, you're making all these mon- all this money, and it's a lot of money that is being made off these athletes, and they're not allowed to honestly do anything but be poor, go yeah. to school. Like, at what point is that morally okay? Um, I think we've passed that point, honestly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because you're not even allowed. If you're on a full red scholarship, you can't even. And maybe it's different now, but at least when I was playing, you weren't allowed to have a job. No, it's, it's not like, different now. You're still not allowed to have a job. That's outrageous. That's outrageous because during the summer you can. In, in the summer, you know, you'd have summer workouts, but you'd be done at like 9 a.m., maybe 10 a.m. And 
and your friends who were still on campus going to summer school, you know, not, not that, you know, they're not student athletes, you know, they would, you know, have a job and then, you know, go part-time at their job and then, and then come back and, and, and go to a few classes and stuff like that. There was room for players, at least from my time, there was room for time. There was time for me to, to, to get a job and, and, and get some money, but it was not allowed and still is not allowed. And that's just crazy to me. That's mind blowing to me. It's like, why can't I work? I'm, I'm 16 years old, seven, or excuse me, I'm 18, 19 years old. Why can't I go work? <laughs> Go clock in somewhere. So wild stuff. Wild stuff, man. Um, you know, that's a can of worms right there that you just popped open. That was the plan. So I'm glad it worked. <laughs> that's what, yeah, it just, I don't know. It there, There's a lot of questions right now, I think, uh, that need to be answered that we've been skirting around for more than a few years. So I'm glad they're finally being asked mm. and I'm glad that people are thinking about them. So absolutely, man. Absolutely. So what's on the horizon for you, man? What's on the horizon? What are we, we're pretty much done with the month of November. We got December, you know, the greatest month because, you know, in 1990 on December 5th, this earth was blessed with my presence. Um, so, you know, I got the greatest birthday ever coming up uh, the first week of December. So, uh, no, 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 I'm kidding. But what's 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 in the rug? No, you're for not. You? You're serious. <laughs> you don't have to try and brush that under the rug. We know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just gonna try to make it through this month, basically. <laughs> How's that for you? Try and make it to January, and then we'll try to make it to February. I like that. That's that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm just taking it month to month. Like I got a lot of vacation left because I used none of it because what were you going to do? So yeah, I needed this long break of uh, this how what this week provided like kind of recharge to go back into work and now I'm going to work for basically a week and a half and then I have the rest of December off. So right. I'm going to be chilling. Uh, nice. Try not to eat my own body weight in sweets uh, <laughs> and double my body weight, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I plan on eating better this month, that's for sure. So how about you? Mm. Well, my birthday, December 5th, is going to be exciting. Um, it's my 30th birthday. Um, say goodbye to the the 20s. Uh, that decade has been complete. Now on to the next, stage two. Uh, level two. So we'll see how this goes. But um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I like the month of December. Uh, oh, do, you do. do? I didn't realize that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you know, lots to look forward to. Um, and again, and I, and, I, and I really like what you said about just taking a month to month because that's that's essentially what it is, I guess, right now, which just enjoy the next 30 to 31 days. Um, so that's what I'm going to do, man. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, there's a lot to be grateful for. There's a lot to look forward to as well. Um, yeah, I just hope that nothing else crazy happens because it seems like the crazy has been full in full effect for November. Um, 
And yeah, it would just be, it'd be kind of nice to kind of go back to a sense of normalcy eventually. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping, but we'll get there. Yeah. It's yeah. So there's some, you know, there's some exciting, exciting things coming up for us too with untapped kegs. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, we'll announce that when we're ready, but, uh, there will be some changes coming and I think it'll be for the better. So. Yes, indeed. And I'm excited uh, for us to announce it. I'm excited for us, um, to start, uh, you know, kind of a kind of transitioning into phase two of this. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be yeah. good. I think it's going to bring more engagement. I think people are going to be excited about it. I hope so. I, I hope that, you know, we've been there for people, uh, starting out their journey. And, uh, I know that we kind of started this podcast at the worst time, but it's also been probably a good time because at least for us, we've been able to talk about our stress, uh, you know, things that would normally drive us maybe back to the bottle, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I hear you, you know, they've hopefully other people have kind of connected with it can, it can help them to identify their stress so they can get that out too. And, uh, yeah, you know, there, there hasn't been too many people that have, a uh, commute to work to be able to, you know, just listen to this, but, um, I think that enough people maybe have that they'll be interested in what we have to come. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, with that said, let's uh, let's make let's let's do our picks. Okay. All right. With that said, well, last week was not very good because <laughs> a Mike Gallup was terrible. Uh, B Joe Burrow is done for the year, right? And he was going to be right for me too. Uh, Alex Smith and Terry McLaurin, I nailed that one. I think that you, with Carr and Jacobs, did pretty good, but Drew Locke and Judy did not. They did not. The Falcons stunk, and I think the Jaguars also stunk. So, was not good. Was I not mean, good. I feel like but, uh, we have not been good be this year, time. period. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we can turn that around going into uh, – going into the back half of the year. But, uh, you know, the pa- the Packer game was a tough watch, especially in the second half. It was just like, yeah, we don't, we don't need to talk about it. So <laughs> I will never understand not playing for a win. I'll never understand that. But the pain. To the each pain. Uh, yes, it just doesn't make sense to me. And maybe they'll be more aggressive going forward. Uh, they've been a fairly aggressive team this year, which has been nice to see, but. I want to say though, AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a man. That dude is a man. You know who I'm talking about? I know exactly who you're talking about. That dude is a that, man. When he threw that, I mean he. I mean, when he carried three defenders for ten yards to score a touchdown, threw one person off of him, and then yeah, I mean he's 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 playing some grown man football out there. I'll tell you that. So, who you got for your sleeper this week? Um, what is it again? Sleeper player, sleeper team. Uh, we start order. with the player. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my sleeper player. Hmm. 
I'm gonna go with Carlos Hyde. They play That's tomorrow. An they play pick. on. Mm-hmm, they play on Monday. But I'm gonna go Carlos Hyde, Seahawks running back. You do know Chris Carson's back this week, right? Is he back? Yeah. Let me switch that up. Oh gosh. Let me switch it up. Let me switch it up. Let me switch it up. Papa. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. You go first. I go first. Okay. Yeah. On on your sleeper. I'm 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 really thinking. I'm really thinking. I'm thinking hard. I'm thinking hard. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Wayne Gallman. <laughs> the heck. So he's a running back for the okay. Giants. Uh, he's been playing really well lately. I don't know how much of a sleeper he is. Maybe I should have gone with Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones has uh, burned me this entire year. So, but the first place Giants are playing the uh, playing the Bengals without Joe Burrow. So, yeah, and the the Bengals defense has been really bad this year. But okay. All right. Well, I like that pick. I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. How about that? I am going to go with a sleeper. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to dig deep on this one. My sleeper is going to be. Hmm. Yep. I'm going. Rashard Higgins, Browns. Okay, I like that pick. Yeah, Rashard Higgins, receiver for the Browns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, what's the next one? So our underdog team that is going to overperform expectations, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Who are five and a half point dogs against the forty or against the Rams? Say that again. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers, who are five mm-hmm. and a half point dogs against the Rams. <laughs> okay, you ready for this one? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Broncos. Maybe. Oh my God! How should I? I should have <laughs> known. The Broncos with no quarterback against the Saints. Watch. Do you want to know what their line is right now? Yeah, tell me. The Saints are 16 and a half point favorites. That that's I thought it would be way higher than that. Okay. So yeah, Broncos for me. What's next? Next is the duo. Oh. Oh, well yeah. Well, I'm gonna go Baker Mayfield and and Richard Higgins. Interesting. Yep. I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. You never know what you're going to get. So. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> so it's – we'll see. Baker Mayfield and – Mayfield and Higgins. Who you got? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to go – you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go 
Ryan Tannehill, and AJ Brown. Oh, that's a good. That's that's solid. Hmm, that's solid. Okay, interesting. But that that's that's solid. So they're playing the Colts, and the Colts are three point favorites. So okay, and it's in a dome. Okay, what else? That's all we got. That's it. Okay. I tell you what, though, I don't know what it is, but my allergies have been so bad this past week. It is ridiculous. <laughs> you take oh. any Allegra or anything, some Zyrtec? Or? I usually have been, but I haven't for because I ran out. So I've been sneezing. My nose has been runny. I don't know what it is, but let me tell you, it's annoying. So yeah, but I'm, just I'm a, for everybody out there with allergies, uh, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but allergies my entire life, so it's it's I don't know any other way. I'll tell you that. So this is all I know. But yeah, man. But yeah, right. things uh, things are going well. Things are going well. Um, just gotta keep truck trucking along, man. Just keep keep. I like it, you know, the, instead of the, you know, day at a time, which still, you know, it's a day at a time, but, you know, just each month, just kind of, you know, win each month in a sense. So. Yeah. I mean, really, you're just, that's all we really are doing each day, each month, just trying to keep going forward. So. Absolutely. Well, where can they find you, Mons? You guys can find me at Monteball28 on Twitter, Monteball on Instagram, Untapped Cake pages as well on social media. Send us messages, content, questions, what have you, and we will answer them. Where can they find you? Find me on Twitter at It's Trickster, I-T-Z. The I is a one in Trickster. Um, yeah, you just Google Untapped Cake, you'll find us. Uh and honestly, anything, you know, topics, whatever, uh, we're up for it. So we're kind of sick of talking about COVID. So it'd be <laughs> nice if it would go away. But, uh, you know, one thing we're going to get into also is like more sobriety stuff. So, uh, you know, if you have any questions or uh, stories to share about being sober, friends being sober, anything, uh, let us know. And then... Uh, like us on Facebook, give us a subscribe, rate us on iTunes or your podcast services of choice. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today, because at least if we fail, we were trying. So everybody, you have a good week. Thanks for tuning in. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.